Today, I'm going to talk about yet another example that shows how big tech corporations are propaganda arms of Western governments and how social media outlets, they are tools used by the U.S. government and its allies to advance their geopolitical and foreign policy interests. It's extremely blatant. We see this double standard so clearly in social media where people who are targeted by the U.S., for, in countries targeted by the U.S. for regime change, you know, people in China, Russia, Venezuela, Iran, Nicaragua, Cuba, so many countries, they get their accounts suspended, silenced. This is very common, and it shows how social media companies are serving U.S. foreign policy interests. But we even see more clearly how all of these big tech corporations in Silicon Valley have billions of dollars of contracts with the U.S. government. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Uh, Facebook, which owns Instagram and WhatsApp, uh, Twitter, and Google, which owns YouTube, have billions of dollars of contracts with the U.S. government, including with the CIA, the FBI, Department of Homeland Security, with the Pentagon, the, the Defense Department, with police departments. And furthermore, we see that other Western governments use social media platforms to spread propaganda, and they're not censored, they're promoted, and they're not marked as propaganda. And there is a classic example of this I mean, we, that we just got from Australia. This is an article that was published in Australia's state media outlet, ABC News. This is funded by the Australian government. It's an Australian propaganda website. And the title of this article, which was published on August 5th, is Prime Minister Anthony Albanese calls for greater ABC voice in the Pacific to protect national security. Note, he doesn't say this is about information. It's not about journalism. It's not about education. It's not about informing people. It's about national security. That's to say, it's about Australia's political interests. This article exposes the claim that Western state media outlets are supposedly about informing people and not about politics. That's false. It's a myth. All of these propaganda outlets like Voice of America, NPR, France 24, DW, they're all propaganda arms funded by Western governments to spread disinformation against their adversaries. And here we have the Prime Minister of Australia admitting that ABC News is an Australian government propaganda mouthpiece against China, although ABC News, of course, is not labeled on social media as being linked to the Australian government, even though, as I'll show in this article here, the Australian prime minister is, is boasting of ABC News's role as an instrument to support the foreign policy and national security of Australia. Here, let me summarize parts of this article. Prime Minister Albanese spoke at the spoke at the office of the ABC in Sydney to celebrate its 90th anniversary. So again, it shows how this is not independent. It's funded by the Australian government because it's a propaganda arm of the Australian state. Prime Minister Albanese said, it's a matter of national security that the ABC makes more content that projects Australian values and interests to the Indo-Pacific region. Note, not a single mention of educating people, of informing people. No, it's about serving the Australian government's interests 
against China specifically. And here you can see in this photo, the prime minister of a same meeting with different ABC News hosts and executives. The prime minister stressed the importance of a strong Australian voice in the Pacific in order to keep other influences out. Hint, hint, China. When the ABC voice was removed from the Pacific, guess what nation moved in, he said. Simple as that. A major mistake of foreign policy. So this is the prime minister of Australia saying that we have to give more funding and resources to ABC News because it is a propaganda outlet serving Australian political interests. And if we don't, China will fill that void. So this is all about countering China in the new Cold War. He, the prime minister called it a prudent investment in our national security as well as our national interest. Once again, no mention of informing people, no mention of education, because these Western propaganda outlets like NPR, Voice of America, Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty, DW, France 24, they're not independent and they don't exist to inform people. They're propaganda arms of Western governments. The Australian prime minister is openly admitting this here. He continued saying that Albanese reaffirmed, reaffirmed his government's commitment to an Indo-Pacific broadcasting strategy, which, is, which increases ABC international funding so Australian content can be boosted in the region. Since taking office in May, Albanese has, has vowed to counter China's rising assertiveness in the Pacific region and restore Australia as the partner of choice. Once again, it shows that this is all about weakening China. It has nothing to do with informing the people. It's educating people. And yet, ABC is not listed as Australian state-affiliated media. No, none of the ABC accounts is listed as Australian state-affiliated media. However, if you go to Russian or Chinese media, of course, they say, State-affiliated media. This is RT. State of Here's Sputnik. Russia state-affiliated media. Always. Here's China's CGTN. China state-affiliated media. Here's Iran's Press TV. Iran state-affiliated media. But no, ABC News, not listed. Voice of America, a propaganda outlet funded by the U.S. government to spread disinformation against its adversaries, founded by the CIA. Voice America is not listed as state media. Voz de America, which is the Spanish language propaganda arm of the U.S. government, likewise not listed. DW, Deutsche Welle, which is the, here's the DW in Spanish version. Also, Deutsche Welle, the main broadcasting arm of the German state. Likewise, not listed as state media. They, they talk about freedom of speech at the top. I mean, incredible propaganda. CBC, funded by the, Brit the Canadian government, excuse me, a Canadian state media outlet not listed as state-affiliated media. France 24, once again, not listed as state-affiliated media, even though it's French state media. Even TRT World, which is funded by the Turkish state, it's Turkish state media. Nope, not listed either because Turkey's a member of NATO, so it's allowed into the imperialist club. But Russian media, Ch Russian media, again, Chinese media, Iranian media are all listed as state-affiliated media, even individual journalists 
who work for Russian or Chinese or Iranian media outlets are also listed on their personal accounts. Here's Elena Villar, a good journalist, a Spanish journalist at RT en Español. She has nothing to do with it with the Russian government. She's a Spanish citizen who lives in the U.S. and she's listed as affiliated to the Russian government. And even former journalists who previously worked at Russian or Chinese or Iranian media, but then left that job and are now independent, they're still listed as affiliated to the Russian, Chinese, or Iranian governments. This shows once again that these Silicon Valley corporations are all propaganda arms of Western governments, just like these state-funded media outlets, and, and frankly, all media outlet, major corporate media outlets like CNN, MSNBC, they're all arms of Western government propaganda. We see that the, the Australian prime minister is openly boasting of that, and yet, of course, they're not listed. YouTube, where you're probably watching this video if you're watching the video, also links, uh, also lists Russian, Chinese, and Iranian media as, well, actually, it doesn't even allow them anymore. Russian and Iranian media outlets have been banned, completely censored, before YouTube used to list them as not only affiliated, they, it would list them as controlled by the Russian state, controlled by the Iranian state. It still has some Chinese media outlets for now until the U.S. government tells Google, ban Chinese media. So all these Silicon Valley corporations are tools of the U.S. government. And there is so much evidence of this. I'm going to briefly here go through a few articles that expose this. Here's an article that was published in Vice, which also is a Western propaganda imperialist mouthpiece. And this article is titled, Big Tech Has Made Billions Off the 20-Year War on Terror. It was published in September 2021. It looks at a report published by the Action Center for Race and the Economy that looked, it went through different contracts held by big tech corporations with the government. From 2004 to today, contracts between the federal government and major technology companies such as Microsoft, Amazon, Google, Facebook, and Twitter have exploded in number. From 2007 to 2019, Department of Homeland Security contracts and subcontracts with Silicon Valley giants have increased 50-fold. Google has at least $16 million in contracts with the Pentagon, another $2 million with the Department of Homeland Security, and nearly $4 million with the Department of Justice, the majority with the FBI. Facebook has hundreds of thousands of dollars of contracts with the Pentagon and the Department of Homeland Security. Twitter has hundreds of thousands of dollars of contracts with the Department of Homeland Security. And these social media corporations get paid to promote U.S. regime state media outlets like Voice of America, which is a U.S. regime propaganda outlet created by the CIA. Not only is Voice of America not listed as U.S. state-affiliated media, it actually pays Facebook and Twitter to spread its propaganda against countries like Iran and Venezuela and Russia and China. Because these Silicon Valley corporations are arms of the U.S. government. Now, they're technically private, even though they have U.S. government contracts, but that's because the U.S. government is ultra-capitalist. It's, it, it's completely neoliberal. It privatizes all of its operations, including you know water and electricity, which are controlled by many private utilities companies. So it only makes sense that the U.S. regime will outsource and privatize its communications and propaganda as well to 
private cor corporations that are also de facto arms of U.S. imperialist power. Since 2004, five government agencies have spent at least $44.7 billion on services from these big five big tech companies. The lion's share of that is with the Pentagon, $44 billion with the Pentagon, followed by the Department of Home Secur Homeland Security and the State Department. So this shows that these big tech corporations are not independent. They are propaganda arms of the U.S. government that are literal U.S. government contractors that are literally paid by the U.S. government to spread propaganda. Here's another article in NBC News. Thousands of contracts highlight quiet ties between big tech and U.S. military. It looks at a report done by this group called Tech Inquiry. It found that the Department of, of De Department of Defense and federal law enforcement agencies, including ICE, the FBI, the DEA, and the Federal Bureau of Prisons, have thousands of contracts with Google, Amazon, Microsoft, Dell, IBM, Hewlett Packard, and even Facebook. Shows a relationship between tech companies and the U.S. government. Yeah, they're all arms of the U.S. government. They're just outsourced and privatized. Microsoft stood out with more than 5,000 subcontracts with the Pentagon, the Department of Defense, and various federal law enforcement agencies just since 2016. Amazon has agreed to more than 350 subcontracts with the military and federal law enforcement agencies like ICE and the FBI. Google has more than 250. In 2018, Google workers staged a protest of defense work over Project Maven, an in initiative with the Pentagon for Google to build artificial intelligence that tracks moving targets for drones to help the US military better kill people. So Silicon Valley is an arm of the US state. If you don't believe me, here's an, a quote in NBC News citing a historian of the technology industry and professor at the University of Washington named Margaret O'Mara. Quote, Silicon Valley has always been in the business of war. The specific process of contracting and subcontracting with, contracting with the military is familiar in Silicon Valley, dating back to the 1950s and 60s. Lockheed Martin, which has, been the, which has long been among the largest military contractors in the United States, was the biggest employer in Silicon Valley until the 1980s. Silicon Valley is an arm of the U.S. empire. And the journalist Yasha Levine has done amazing work on this. His book, Surveillance Valley, details how surveillance, how Silicon Valley has always been an arm of the U.S. government, going back to the first Cold War and the U.S. military's global extermination war to murder communists and socialists around the world, the imperialist war on socialism around the world. Silicon Valley has always been a weapon. Google has always been a weapon of the U.S. state. So maybe we shouldn't be too surprised to see the former CEO and founder of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, openly calling for overthrowing the Chinese government. This is a tweet that, that he published on August 6th. End the CCP, end the Communist Party of China. And specifically, he was quoting a tweet of a right-wing imperialist neoconservative CNN propagandist named Selena Wang, who went to China and did insane propaganda about how China is this crazy authoritarian regime because it's saving its, its people's lives from COVID. 
are only around 5,000 people in China have died of COVID. More than a million people in the United States have died of COVID. China has only, China has four times the U.S. population. China has 1.4 billion people. The U.S. has around 330 million people. So China has four times the U.S. population and only 5,000 deaths from COVID compared to the U.S. 1 million deaths. If the U.S. had the same size of population of China, we'd be talking about more than 4 million deaths. And yet these right-wing imperialist propagandists at the CIA noise network, CNN, are doing this insane propaganda about how China is even authoritarian because they have public health measures to defend their population from COVID. And of course, here's Jack Dorsey, this billionaire who made part of his fortune on U.S. government contracts, but portrays himself as like this libertarian who wants the free market and all this nonsense. He's quoting CNN to call for overthrowing the Chinese government. It's also really funny because, you know, a bunch of conservatives and Republicans in the U.S. portray CNN supposedly as left wing. It's not in any way. It's right wing, imperialist, neoconservative, neoliberal propaganda. And it's the CIA noise network. It's a propaganda arm for the U.S. government. And here we see a billionaire tech bro citing the CIA, excuse me, citing CNN, which is basically the CIA, to call for overthrowing the Chinese government. So there you go. That says everything about Silicon Valley. And when Republicans and you know conservatives try to portray Silicon Valley as left wing, it's not in any way. Yeah, it's liberal, but liberals are right wing. They support capitalism and the free market and the empire and war. They're not that different from conservatives. In fact, if you want to be real, most conservatives are liberals. If you actually understand what liberalism is as an economic philosophy. So the point is that Silicon Valley is an arm of the U.S. government. And all these big tech corporations serve the U.S. empire's interests to, to challenge China and Russia and Iran and Venezuela and Nicaragua and Cuba and Syria and all those countries the U.S. is targeting for regime change and destabilization. And we see clearly the Australian prime minister boasting of the role of Australian regime media outlets in spreading propaganda in order to, to weaken China. That's what they mean when they talk about the so-called freedom of press in the West. It's freedom to be propagandized in order to spread disinformation and information warfare, to destabilize and overthrow the governments of the adversaries of Western capital, specifically China, Russia, and their allies. That's freedom.